video games were made to be played. Don't play yours? We know some people who will. We are Get Well Gamers, a charity who take your unwanted video games and consoles to give to children's hospitals and wards across the UK. Donating is super easy. Just head over to our website, getwellgamers.org.uk, to fill out our online donation form. You've played the hero, now be the hero. Welcome to the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast, your weekly Scottish dose of all things gaming. If you're new around here, I'm Jess, and as always, I am joined by Pure Dead Craig. Yo, yo! And A.K. Garfunkel, A.K. Andy. House slippers, here they come. We are a group of Scottish gamers and we host a weekly podcast every Thursday breaking down all the latest gaming news and new releases and we also publish written reviews over at puredaygaming.com and some video content on YouTube and Twitch. In this week's episode we'll be looking at more acquisitions in the gaming world, PS5 Pro leaks and all the biggest news. Plus we're going to look at the latest games releasing this week. We also have our weekly movie review which is Keanu Reeves' first action hero role and the movie that made Sandra Bullock. It's speed. More on that soon. If you head to our bio.link, you can find all our social accounts. Lots of you have enjoyed our little pixelated game that we've been posting, so we'll keep those coming. And if you want to be involved in the show, then we have a contact form where you can share your thoughts, etc. I've added the link in our bio, so it's always there. You don't have to go hunting for it anymore. How good is that? Pretty good. Mm -hmm. It's the kind of things I do to help the world. Help the world's a bit of a fucking stretch, but okay. Not, we're not an angry aunt, although sometimes we are, to be fair. Anyway, moving on, what's been happening this week? How are we all buzzing that it's a, a recording night? Always. Always. Absolutely Best buzzing. day of the week. <laughs> Best day of the week. Get to see my pal it's only, Andy. It's only t- <laughs> get to see my friend. Look at him over there. <laughs> it's the only time I get to see fucking people that aren't like work people. I'd climb right inside that beanie. <laughs> Putting the same beard. <laughs> Climbing that, no. <laughs> it's got vanilla in it today. You would, you would like it. Right. You would fall asleep. That's pretty good. Um, uh, what are you trying to do? You've been hugging children, trying to steal them or something? No, it's beard oil. Beard oil. Beard oil. Keeps your face moisturised. What a fucking predator. <laughs> <laughs> she smells of vanilla, wee son. Come on, get a wee whiff. Yeah. There's a Murray Mint. Chocolate candies. <laughs> <laughs> we did all the driving at the weekend, Jess. We did. It was a 200-odd mile round trip. Where were you? Dropping our kids off for the week. Oh, aye. Boop, yeah. boop. Worth, nice... worth the drive, then. <laughs> worth a drive. Always have a good time at, at the in-laws as well. It was nice. Mm-hmm. How long were we for? They come back on Saturday. <laughs> So how long in total? How many days you get in peace? Well, we went up on Friday, stayed till Sunday, and we came back Sunday, and then we got till till this Saturday. Brilliant. Pretty so good. A good wee stretch. Definitely. And will you? Do you have to call them every night though? They oh, call us. They call you, of course. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, she's already been on the phone to me three times because at my dad's house she found an old guitar, oh. and she's asked if she can bring it home with her. Does she want me to teach her? Well, I need someone to teach her. It's mm. only got five strings though. We'll need to fix that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it matters too much. I think five strings is probably more than enough for her. The guitar's the size of her. Yeah. I think she thinks she's daughter man or something. Yeah, she wants to start a YouTube channel. So we've Brilliant. got we've got a ways to go before that's yeah happening. Let's get a breakdown with some chords first <laughs> before she starts breaking out the freaking subscriptions. We can't we can't let her start a YouTube channel. If she becomes more successful than us, that would be really soul destroying. Uh, well, then she did. You could just monetize it and then be like, "I'll look after your money." Do I'll we not get to keep her money till she's at least like sixteen exactly. or eighteen anyway? Eighteen, yeah, eighteen. Yeah, plus we take credit. <laughs> Well, she has your daughter, eh? She has your offspring. Credit is due. I don't think she's musically gifted, though. No, from she's her, never, like, she's never gave you that. From her singing experience so far, I'm going to say no. Do you realise that, like, once this goes on the internet, it's there forever? Oh yeah. And she will Edit. years to come listen back to this and be like, "Fuck's sake, <laughs> she's done me there." <laughs> She'll be like, "I had all this ambition." And my mum just quashed it. Yeah. <laughs> Andy, have you seen the show Mr. Inbetween? Mr. Inbetween? I think it's on my watch list. I've not seen it. You Who's need, in it again? You need to get on it. So the main guy is called Scott Ryan. I don't think he's that well known. It's, a, it's an Australian show. <gasps> Had three seasons. Guy. Yes. No, I've not seen it. But I've seen clips and I've always wanted to like, oh, I watch this show. Aye. 100%. Yes. So, yeah. I'm still trying to figure out exactly what happened. But a couple of weeks ago, Punk and Richard on a Discord both recommended it to me. Right. And straight away when they did, I was like, I'm getting serious deja vu. Like, I've, And then I watched the first episode and I was like, I've seen this first episode. And right. I think about a year ago, the same two people recommended the show. I watched the first episode, enjoyed it, and for some reason, just didn't get back to it. And, so, and it's all happened again. Well, aye, but over the last week, I've got through the first season and I've started the second. It's fucking brilliant. Definitely watch it. Mm. It's really, really well done. Yeah, it's on my list. Aye, it's really good. He, he's such a good character. Like, he just... <laughs> He's like the he's the, one of the best badasses on TV in a long, long time. Yeah, very good. Like show. It's so well written as well. Like the dialogue and stuff's brilliant. I highly recommend it. Cool. If anyone hasn't seen it, and it's not it's not going to take that long to get through. It only it stopped they stopped it after three seasons, so there's only oh. 20, 26 episodes total. Cool. She so can bang it out. No bother. Comes with a seal of an approval. What might not come with a seal of approval, right? Wait till this. Tell Jess about this. So, not many people know this about me, but I'm a fan of Deep Blue Sea, right? <laughs> the shark film. Yeah. When is this? When did this happen? It's just, it's never come up. Is it not? No, right? No, I'm surprised. But I'm surprised never heard this. Less people, even, even less people would know that they did actually make a second and a third film. Right? Yes. But they were not cinema releases. So I remember hearing the second one was coming out, being very excited, and then having my hopes dashed when I heard it was like either straight to TV or something movie. Straight and I was to like, DVD, oh, yeah. fuck's sake. So I never watched it. 
Did ben. you really think fucking early Cool J was coming back? <laughs> you did as well. One, you, you have to hope, right? Holy what fuck. is life without hope? You but, think Samuel Jackson's going to pop up in fucking <laughs> electronic legs? I'm not actually dead. <laughs> so, and then I had heard they were making a third one. But again, I just stayed clear. I was like, you know that song, Leave the Memories Alone? Right? That was playing in the background. I was like, nah, I'm just going to keep watching the first one weekly. Mm-hmm. Right? But listener of the show, Dave, on Twitter at the weekend had said, I'm doing a deep blue sea trilogy marathon and so i messaged him been like right let me know what the this second third film are like because i've never had no one's ever told me about them i know that the second one's got like a 3.7 on imdb but then interestingly the fourth one the third one sorry has got like a 4.8 or something which isn't that low especially considering it's a shark film and so he got back to me he said the second one was similar to the first without a budget and not great, but not as bad as he thought it would be. And then he said that the third one was actually all right. right. So I'm here to tell you, the gauntlet has been put down. I'm going to watch the second and third film and report back. So we're not doing this on the podcast? You know? I mean, we can at some point if you want, but... Um, oh, I shouldn't have said that, should I just... But before that, we'd obviously... I mean, now that we're watching some classic films as well, I would imagine we'd start the first one. <laughs> oh, have we not done the first one? No. We're not? No. Oh, well, let's do a deep, deep blue sea trilogy then. <laughs> Maybe it's some, we have to fit it in the schedule. We're, we've got the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie coming up soon. We're going to have to probably cover that one. Gran Turismo as well. Gran but Turismo. then that's a good thing because you don't want to necessarily do a three back to back. You want that's weeks true. in between. Yeah. Have you seen that Xbox, due to the film's release, are bringing out a customised TMNT controller that smells like pizza? Ugh. See, I did yes. see, I saw the controller and it was not one of their best efforts. But then I saw that you wrote down the notes that it smells of pizza. Yes. And is that legit? Yeah. So if what you've not seen the pictures, imagine not... an Xbox controller and then on the back of it, there's like a pizza slice shape and it's some sort of diffuser. Oh, but right, but it smells like pizza. My question is, yeah. what type of pizza? Mm. Is it just cheese? It better not smell of pineapple. Because, I mean, that's going to just get everybody upset. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? what? Pineapple is awesome in pizza. Right, I mean, see, we've already started a fight. Yeah. Right? It should be I'm pe- just thinking, though, like, maybe. if it's cheese, you know what it's like if somebody has a pack of, like, what's it's or quavers? Like, the room's stinking afterwards. Nah, is that what it's... Like, the smell artif- of cheese isn't that great. No, it's nasty, man. No, nasty. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. That was like, we spoke about this in the podcast before. Remember, I'm sure one year FIFA had like a scratch and sniff disc oh, and it yeah. smelled a grass or something. <laughs> and then there was a, there was a, grass. there was a racing game, <laughs> unfortunately not. And then there was a racing game where it smelled like burning rubber or something. At one point, I think it's one like so the PlayStation Two. Stupid, man. Yeah. But I mean, they're they're better. I'd rather smell burning rubber than smell a pizza. Mm. It would just make you hungry if it does smell good. It would just you'd be like, oh, I just want. What if you just pizza. had your dinner? It'll make you, sm- <clears throat> make you feel ill. I don't understand why, look, because look, like it's a novelty thing, isn't it? Because you would mm. do it once and go, oh, it does smell of cheese, and then you'd be like. Right, now my controller smells of cheese. And plus it'll lose its scent after a while. Like, I don't know if they'll have, like, replenishment, like, things you can buy. I mean, Pedro in my car, my little air freshener thing for the car that's shaped like Pedro Pascal, (laughs) he ran out of smell. 
But, he, but he's, no, he's still just, lingering about him. Of course, he's still uh, there. Of course. Uh, he's just, the fuck, just a fucking seven pound cardboard cutout now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need to just dip him in something. Dude, I'm going, that's oh, I'll going fucking to. dip him in something. <laughs> <laughs> Gasoline. Yeah. What, well, well, obviously, I think we're unanimous here that pizza is a fucking terrible idea, but is yeah. there anything you would want your controller to smell like? Well, I, mean, I like the grass idea. Freshly cut grass is. Smells awesome. I, I mean, think. I mean, see to be fair, see how you get like the like Glade plugins. Yeah. Yes. If they did have like a wee tiny bit in your controller to put different ones in, like you could put in like lavender and stuff like that, that'd oh, be no. alright. That'd be no. quite cool. Lavender. Who are you? I know. What the fuck? Lavender. <laughs> apple. Like spiced apple or something. It was just an example. Well, <laughs> fucking lavender. You know. Yeah, but fucking... that's the first thing that came to your head. Lavender. Know, what the fuck, man? You old woman. <laughs> right, you'd be wearing musk next. <laughs> Um, I feel very attacked. Yeah, I don't know because you you don't want your hands to like smell of this constant. Exactly, that's weird. It is an odd situation. I think if they ditched the scent idea, like, and just had it teenage mutant ninja turtles controller, that'd be cool. But yeah, I'm I'm nearly there with my points to get my voucher to get me to contribute towards my controller. Been saving up my Microsoft Word points, so... How long have you been doing this? Like, six months. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> but Since... it's free! Like, I'm going to get £25 free. Yeah. So, you know... Aye, how much work you put in? How much time? Just every day, 10 minutes. Mm, okay, that's fair enough. But what, the thing is, right, so since you started this, mm-hmm. Xbox have released about seven controllers that you wanted. So it yeah. started off that you... you She started getting these points because there's certain controllers she wanted. Mm-hmm. And... It's changed about I don't know how many times because yeah. a new one keeps on coming out. Aye, aye, aye. Aye. Uh-huh. So right. what one are you after now? I'm probably still going to go with the kind of purple. Can't remember what it's called. It's Star like purple sky or something. Something like that. Like that yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I had to bring this up. So you've probably heard us mention this in the podcast like a few times before and stuff like that. But like about the UK physical game sales charts Mm -hmm. so like i don't know i've always felt that these things get there's too much weight put in them right because a lot of sales are digital these days a lot of sales come from outside the uk like it's just i don't think it's representative of what games are selling do you know what I mean? Like, overall. Yeah. But people take it as, like, oh, well, it's just a small sample size, but you can just blow that up across the board. So, Exhibit A this week. This is the top 10 physical game sales in the UK. Okay. Number one, Pikmin 4. Fair enough. It's a Nintendo game, so obviously it sells a lot. Number two, FIFA 23. Still, I don't know. Number three, The Sims 4 Horse Ranch. Jesus. Is that an expansion? It's an expansion for PC. Now, PC, do they even fucking... I mean, who... I I didn't even know they were still bringing out PC games on disc. No. They stopped that fucking years ago. That's number fucking three. Four, Tears of the Kingdom. Five, Mario Kart 8. Six, Hogwarts. Seven, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Eight, Minecraft Switch. Nine, Elden Ring. Ten, Diablo 4. So like, GTA, that is GTA not, is off it then? GTA is off it. That is not a fucking proper representation of the games that has been sold. Final Fantasy is nowhere near the top 10. The Sims 4 fucking horse ranch. Yeah. 
at number three. It's a darn medium though, the, the online. That's the Not, thing. Like, online's the way to go even. Yeah, there's there's much better metrics to look at games sold and what's doing well and what's not doing well. Aye. I think we just need to take this UK physical game sales chart and put it in the bin. That's pointless. That's pointless. It's whatever Tesco's got in stock that week. Yeah, basically. And they're chucking it, so... I mean, I'm so... Mind I text you, <laughs> like a couple of weeks ago, I was walking about the town and I went into CEX, right, for a wee look at the games. And I was like, oh, there's a Dead Island 2. Dead, is it Dead Island? Yeah, you got it right, well done. Yes. Dead Island 2, the new one. And I went, oh, I quite want to play that. And it was like 40 quid. Uh, and then I text you and I said, because it said something like Xbox One and Series S. And I was like, well, that's working my... I said X and I said, Aye. well, that's working my S. And then you text me, going, <laughs> you tell me, well, your console's digital, so no. And I was like, oh, fuck, so it is. I totally forgot it. <laughs> like, I, I totally forgot it. But I can't fucking even do that. No, I mean, that's... I almost felt like such a fucking tit. And I was like, I nearly bought that. Aye. I actually nearly bought it just for habit. Like, kind of like, I would maybe, like, every now and again, I would bend and see it. Like, if it was a cheap game, I'd go, oh, just chuck, oh, get that. Aye. I totally forgot that my fucking... I've got a Series S, which doesn't even accommodate that. I was the same for a while with the PlayStation 5, because I've got the digital PlayStation 5, so it doesn't right. take discs either. You just forget, because mm-hmm. we're so used to, because like, we've grown up that way, you're just used to buying games. Nah. For me, that's still the way you do it. I know I do, like, more often than not now, I do download. If I'm, nah. like, I don't really buy games, I'll do a, a Game Pass, but if I bought a game, I would buy it online. Mm-hmm. But I'm still in that mindset of going and getting a game physically and having it. I think when you're in the town, it's still nice to go to the game shop. Yeah, I don't know why. It's just I like having physical things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean the the you know the music industry had a shake up, however long ago it was now in terms of their charts because you know going by purely physical sales was not yeah. representative, like you say. So they include all the streaming and stuff now, and obviously with gaming moving to like cloud and stuff like that like you don't know how many folk are playing it that way and you know that technically should be included in a chart if do they you... not then do they not include that at all anymore? i mean they do have stuff like oh they'll have like oh that was the third most played game on game pass last month but there's nothing i don't think that's going that's adding that together with digital sales that's plus crazy physical sales like do you know what i mean and it's it would be hard to in like 2023 just... they're not counting surely they must be counting in some way well, I don't think they're accumulating everything together. Plus, like the likes of Xbox, like I don't know, you turn on a game for five minutes. Like, does that mm. is that supposed to count as one? And does that count as the same as someone that played it for twenty hours and beat it? Yeah. Like, it's it's hard. It's a harder thing to do now. Yeah, because you don't know what the benchmark is for them counting it as a like a game. Because like, I heard like with YouTube videos, it's like people just need to watch for the like, fucking five seconds now, and it counts as a view. Oh, really? Yeah, like the metrics have all changed. I heard that recently with somebody, which is insane to me. Yeah. That you would, like, because you would click on to have two five seconds by mistake. Fucking ads last longer than five seconds. I know, I know, it's mental. Add one of two. Oh, no. So, so fucking annoying. Bro. Not annoying enough to pay for the premium, though. 
Fuck that. No, I did get a free trial of it once, though, and it was fucking glorious. Aye, I don't want to do that because I don't want to know what it was like. Nah. <laughs> I got now it. you're like thinking I could have this. I got it for like three months, and then they randomly, I think near the end, extended it like another couple of months. And so I'd had it for like half a year, and so when oh, it ran no. out, it was, oh, it was torture. I nearly just started paying it. It's almost like you're going back and playing a PS2 game, waiting for half an hour for it to load. It was pretty heavy going, aye. Pretty heavy going. So we had a wee write-in from Andrew who says we are now five months into PSVR 2. Any and all hype seems to have completely died. I know Craig has been asked this before but I'm wondering if your mind has changed with time. Do you think the headset is doomed? It's about fucking Dr. Evil, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, doomed's a strong word. I don't think it'll ever be like a I don't know, considered like a massive success, but we'd have probably said that going in. Like, it is mm. quite niche. I think for those that are really into VR, there's going to be plenty of stuff for them to love and play. Yeah. And, like, I mean, if you look at the library in PSVR 2 just now, it's fucking brilliant. But a, a lot of it is available elsewhere. So there's, like, other than, like, so Synapse and a few others, like, there is, it is all stuff that can be played in other places. But, I mean, you could put the first five months in terms of games available against any other system and it would stack up. But, yeah, I was thinking about it a bit when this question came in. Like, and I think, like, ironically, one of the worst things that possibly could have happened, I think, is that Horizon game. Like, so, like, before it came out, we were thinking, oh, there's a Horizon game coming at launch. That's a really big boost to, like, a launch day for a, a new peripheral yeah mm-hmm. but in hindsight because it was an all right game but not great i think there's quite a lot of people that tried that game out and assumed that was going to be the benchmark for the way forward this is the best that it has to offer mm-hmm. and like i think that game's sitting at like a can you check what's check what the open critic on it is i think it's like a 68 or 69 which is obviously really Average. low for the horizon game yeah. Because you, so you would associate Horizon with like triple eighties, aye, and like so. I th- I think there is quite a lot of people that maybe played that game and then were like, I don't know that. But like, if you were right now to make a list of the top twenty games that were on PSVR two, like Horizon wouldn't come anywhere near it. So I do think there's quite a few people that were like maybe not put off by that, but just went, ah, uh, all right. So there's not really much yet just based off that game and don't get on the game was graphically impressive but it was really limited mm. so i think i think that's maybe not helped call of the mountain yes 79 it's at 79 yeah okay that's higher than i thought actually yeah. i mean it's still way lower than than obviously the rest of the horizon games but um i mean it's, it's still there's no way it's within the top 20 psvr2 games mm-hmm. Like, if you were to put them all side by side. Like, obviously, some of them have came from PSVR 1, like, because they kind of, other than a few, the kind of greatest hits have came over, other than, like, Astrobot and a few others. Blood and truth. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, I, I think there's a lot of, I think that's partly an issue. Like, how many people are playing Moss? How many people are playing Pistol Whip? How many people, like, really good games like that? 
but um but yeah i think i don't know like you say it's quite a niche and if it's something that you have if you've never dabbled in vr before then it will take you a while to sort of build up your library you're not going to go you know you've just already blown loads of money on the headset itself possibly a you know a ps5 as well and Mm -hmm. so it will take people time to slowly build up a library of games and obviously as more stuff comes out so i think Mm. you know it's i don't know I don't really know what my point was with that, but just... Well, do many of them get released, PlayStation? What about the PlayStation Plus? There has been... Over the course, like, through, like, PlayStation Plus and stuff like that, they have brought out some, but then it was it was back when it was PSVR 1, so it depended mm. if they got, like, a proper upgrade path. Like, some of them it was, like, a free upgrade, some of them you had to pay a 10, or some of them they made you buy the game again. So, but there is, like, I, I know, like, certainly, like... Um, Chris on the Discord, like he hadn't done it with PSVR one, but picked up a PSVR two, mm-hmm. and he already had like a good, decent chunk of games sitting without having bought any. Yeah, if you were smart, then you would have downloaded the, the PS Plus games for VR, even if you didn't have. Yeah, and they did at like the time, days of play where they gave some yeah, away and stuff right. like that as well. But I think part of it could be as well that like there's been there's been so many games coming out this year that aren't VR that a lot of people are like maybe they've got the headset and they're like i would like to get back to the vr but there's been too many games coming out that i mm. want to play that i've just not had a chance mm. so it could it could be something to do with that but what so i would do you think expos would ever do the vr then i i'm stunned that they haven't partnered up with meta like i always thought that's what they would do because like uh. to me it makes sense see rather than make your own headset and spend all that money not that microsoft are adverse to spending money obviously but rather than obviously it takes time and rather than do that why not find a way to make like the quest compatible with xbox Mm -hmm. like i've got a quest and i can play it i can play pc vr games wirelessly from the pc to the quest so surely xbox could do something they could partner up with them and then that way it's it's no loss to them Mm. but it would potentially pull more people in Mm -hmm. I mean, there's maybe a reason, or just maybe they just don't want to muddy the waters. But to me, that would be, make sense, and then that way you're not losing anything. And then, but it might be a net positive. Um, but yeah, if you are um, looking for more VR content, I would recommend friend of the show Alex's podcast. He's over with the Cross Players, and he has Cross Button VR, which is a PSVR two podcast, and is really good. So I would recommend checking that out if you're looking for more on it. And also the next episode of Pure Dead PlayStation, Donnie has Alex on and he's going to be joined by Jamie. Jamie. And they're going to talk about PSVR 2 up to this point. So we'll keep you going with PSVR 2 content if you want. <laughs> Easy for me to say. Mm-hmm. You're going to like this new section, Andy. I've got a wee section here for you. It's going to wait your whistle. Get in the bin? No. I don't like the name of it, because I have to say a swear word. It's, that's the name. Okay. That's the name. We've got a new segment for you then. It's called Fuck, Marry or Kill. <laughs> Fuck sake. Okay. We'll be given three gaming franchises and we need to assign fuck, which is play once more and give it... I need it... to say make love. Because <laughs> that's Jess. not really We're Scottish. Because it that's doesn't why. sound right coming out of your mouth, Jess. It doesn't, does can, it? I, can feel, I can feel how uncomfortable you are. I, don't, I can't believe you let her do that, Craig. That's shocking. By a way. Scottish podcast. <laughs> Make love, marry a cow. Right, so what's the what's the criteria for fuck? <laughs> How about Bosch? 
I'll consider it. Um, play once more and give it a bus fare home. Marry, which is half forever, and then kill, never play again to each of the games. So we'll do two rounds. Mm-hmm. Round one Tomb Raider, Uncharted, and Batman Arkham. Oh. So this includes all the games under this banner. So oh. there's like. It's not just like Tomb Raider 2013, it's all the Tomb Raider games, all the Uncharted games, all the Batman Arkham games. Can you give me the criteria again for the Bosch marathon? <laughs> That's just because he was too busy complaining about it while you were explaining it. <laughs> Bosch is play once more and give it a bus fare home. Right. So it's like a one night stand, stand situation. But then you can't play it again after that, so yeah. you can only play it once more. Right. Marry, have forever. Go ahead. And kill, never play again. Fuck. Right. Well, I'm gonna marry Nathan Drake, so I mean we already <laughs> said it's uncharted, but I knew you would go there. So I've got Maybe un- you wanna get a fucking I'm doing Uncharted to me than Batman. Maybe you wanna get a wee fucking car sent to him and all. I I know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Same lad. <laughs> I'm gonna marry Uncharted. I'm gonna bosh Batman and then I'm gonna kill Tomb Raider. Why do you hate women? <laughs> <laughs> women are my favourite thing. Right. Well, I, I, it's actually my, oh. gu- my guitar and then women. Right, okay. <laughs> what about you, Jess? Uh, Marry Uncharted, Bosch Tomb Raider and oh, really? Kill Batman. Really? I'm surprised. I thought we were all going to have the same answer. I would... What would I do? It's very hard to disconnect. We don't obviously. know what it's... It's very hard to disconnect this, obviously, from the main <laughs> protagonists. Um, <laughs> so even though I've said it as the games, I'm, it's still leaning me in that direction where I would fuck Clara Croft, because she's hot, mm-hmm. marry Nathan Drake, because he'd keep me safe, mm-hmm. and I'd kill Batman for the bragging rights. Because everybody's tried to kill Batman, no one's managed it. If Imagine making about, 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 about the games, you're getting a bit like I know, but I'm, philosophical now with the actual characters. But that's I would also attribute that to the games as well. I because Uncharted, I fucking love Uncharted, so I'd have Aye, to. Everybody I'd loves have Uncharted. To marry Uncharted. I don't know how anyone can play that game and not like it. It's amazing. It would be a bizarre thing to do. Um, right, so just we did get a. A couple of audience write into about this as well. Most people did have fuck Tomb Raider. I feel like Tomb Raider these days isn't as well revered as it used to be. No. You know what I mean? Like mm. I feel like it's not it's on the decline. Yeah. So we had Combo who wrote in, he said he would fuck Tomb Raider, marry Batman, and kill Uncharted. What the fuck? And he said FYI, that would be my answer if we were talking about the individual characters as well. So he would, he'd want to kill Nathan Drake. Not a fan of Nathan Drake, then. And then I like this one from Chris Daly. He said, I'd marry Batman, homie is rich as hell and works nights, so I'd have the bed to myself. That's a good point, actually. Nathan Drake never comes home with the goods, does mm. he? No. He says he would fuck Drake because he's an orphan boy from the streets, so he would definitely have worked a trick or two. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And he says he would kill Lara as revenge for locking that damn butler in the fridge. <laughs> so I quite like that. She's also rich, to be fair. 
Mm-hmm. They're all fucking rich. Yeah. That is no, true. Nathan, is Nathan Drake rich? He's always out finding treasure. He must keep something. But it's just, no, just but he, 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 always, he never gets it. He never has it. He end. never fucking finds it or always gets fucking gave to some museum or something. That's true. But he's able to fly around the world whenever he wants. He's a good guy, though. That's the thing. Yeah. Uh, round right two. <laughs> Zelda, Grand Theft Auto, or FIFA? Oh, right. Easy. 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 Right. Marry Grand Theft Auto. Bosch, FIFA, and kill Zelda. Fuck it. He's gonna kill Link and Zelda. I mean, I'm definitely, I'm definitely killing Zelda. That's because you just haven't played it though. Just you just don't know the love. It. <laughs> it's it's a tough one between. I think I would be the same as you, Andy. But I'm I'm thinking I don't know like FIFA. You would have so many different FIFA games, and they are endlessly replayable. That mm-hmm. if you married them, you would be able to. You would have a game for life. But Grand Theft Auto games are that big that you pretty much have that anyway, don't you? Yes. You could just live inside Grand Theft Auto. Do I get to bosh any football player? Oh, aye. Who are you? Christ, who are we getting a bloody... <laughs> smelly bit of cardboard off now. <laughs> <laughs> That's a scratch and stuff. <laughs> fucking can't get in the toilet. There's fucking cardboard hanging everywhere, like faces. Like life size cardboard cutouts next to the bed. Um, instead of those beads now, folk have those beads that come down. Instead, uh, it's Jess's just get like people's faces all our crushes. What football are you your eye on now? No, you I don't quite like Aguero. No, um, FIFA's getting killed for me. Um, right. Mary Grand Theft Auto. And oh, really? Yeah. I thought you were going to say Mary Zelda. And then lesbian sex with Zelda. Lesbian, <laughs> you can scissor, scissor. Links there too. Well, that's true. Threesome then. <laughs> Moving on. No, we had an audience, we've got audience right in for us as well. Yeah, that's um, Arnie says he would marry GTA because you can play them forever, fuck Zelda, and kill FIFA because it's dying anyway. That's an interesting one. FIFA is going to be sort of kaput soon, so you could kill it off prematurely. And Brian says... He would fuck GTA because it's outlandish fun. Marry Zelda. It gives me everything always. And kill FIFA because he only plays it when he's drunk. <laughs> On that one, most right in said kill FIFA. There was a lot of a lot of anger towards FIFA. Hmm. You wanna? It has disappointed a lot in the past. Yeah. James, friend of the show, James on the Discord. He chose to kill Zelda as well, leading to what can only be described as a threatening gif. Mm-hmm. from Richard so more on that situation as it transpires <laughs> back to you in the studio yeah okay <laughs> that was fun um we'll get some more for next time yes um okay let's move forward to this week's biggest releases so first up we have Dead by Daylight Nicholas Cage DLC that drops on the 25th of July so this is his deadliest role yet according to Cage himself in a comment that he definitely wasn't being paid to say Mm. Um, so yeah if you remember this was teased at Summer Game Fest when Nick Cage took to the stage to reveal more about his appearance in the game Um, apparently he's got three perks and they are dramaturgy scene partner and plot twist I love Nicolas Cage yeah (laughs) it's the kind of thing where if you like Dead by Daylight I think this might actually be quite good Mm -hmm. but I'm not into the game so uh, it's annoying because I like Nicolas Cage as well. I, I oh, wish it was well, a game. Well. I wish this was coming to a game I was interested in. Mm. 
And it sounds like he's having quite a bit of fun with it, so I think it would be decent. I'm interested to hear if folk are liking it. Yeah, we also have on July 25th as well, Remnant 2. It's coming to Xbox, PlayStation and PC, so it's the sequel to Remnant from the Ashes that pits survivors of humanity against new deadly creatures and godlike bosses across terrifying worlds. Yeah, this game's getting good reviews. I, th- I believe... I'm making a little bit of a comeback in the Fantasy Critic because I chose this a, about a month or two ago. I got a wee whiff that it was going to do quite well. And I took it. It's sitting at an 80 just now in Open Critic. I never played the first one. The reviews are really good. So I looked at a video review and it looks quite cool. Apparently, like, so everything's procedurally generated, including the story and the world and the enemies and the bosses so there's i think there's like more bosses than you would see this from what, from what i understand ground level opinions here um there's like more bosses than you would see in a, in a full run so it's got a lot of replayability because you would maybe come to different bosses at different times depending on your playthrough and there's also mm-hmm. different classes you can choose so uh, seemingly it's got a lot of replayability the publisher sent us a code for it today so i'll check it out i did hear someone mention something about it being a little bit dark soulsy and i was like oh no i don't know if that just means in terms of the world or if it's hard as fuck hoping it's not hard as fuck but yeah i'll report back on that next week okay we also have ratchet and clank rift apart july 26th that's coming to pc um, so you can go Dimension Hopping with Ratchet and Clank as they take on an evil emperor from another reality. You can jump between action-packed worlds and beyond at mind-blowing speeds. It's a brilliant game. Mm. Depending on your hard drive. <laughs> There's a whole thing where we don't know how well it works if you don't get an SSD. Um, but yeah, Couch is really excited about this. He's going to dive in, so we'll get uh, we'll have opinions, I would imagine, soon. Great game though. Yep. Uh, Double Dragon Gaiden Rise of the Dragons. That's July 27th on PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, and PC. So the Double Dragon Brothers return in this fresh addition to the iconic beat em up franchise. There's roguelike elements, and every playthrough is a chance at new action. You can tag in with two or four starter characters or unlock nine additional characters, each with their own special moves and unique playstyles. That fucking that sounds like co-op. My <laughs> I'm, 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 radar just started going. And I was like, "Oh my god, I can play with my pals." Um, I don't. I'm looking forward to checking this out. Like the art style looks quite cool, and I've all, I've just got a soft spot for Double Dragon. Like I used to play it back on the NES when I never had many games, mm-hmm. and like it was just fun back then. It probably hasn't aged that well and it's probably going to be i don't know a six or a seven out of ten but it looks cool and i'm i'm looking forward to checking it out always get a bit of love for double dragon mm-hmm. july 27th the expanse a telltale series is coming to pc playstation and xbox where you can experience the exciting universe of the Expanse like never before in Telltale's latest adventure. Episode 1 launches this week with the other four episodes launching fortnightly. Yeah, I've already played this, so I'll have more to say in what we've been playing. Just dangle that wee, ca- that wee carrot. Okay, thanks. Uh, Venice 2089 
also July 27th on PlayStation and Switch. It's already out on Xbox and PC, but it's like a future Venice that's struggling with the effects of rising water and it's slowly destroying the city and you're this like bored teenager with your little hoverboard and trusty drone. The art style looks quite cool. It does. And it's already uh, it's already on PC and it's got quite a good write-up. It's like an 8 out of 10 on PC. So I think it could be quite good. My only concern is when it says you're struggling with the effects of rising water, I'm worried that they're going to try and tell like an eco story mm-hmm. and try and like explain. teach you a lesson, Craig. Aye, that's what I'm concerned about. I'm concerned that they're going to try and make me a better person and I don't have the capacity for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, I'm, sure it's, I'm sure it's there somewhere. I mean, people, a lot of people don't know this about me, but sometimes I just go out into the back garden with plastic bags and I rip them up and just throw them into the air. <laughs> no, you don't. Well, not what you're about. Because <laughs> you know you will say something. Yeah. You will stay away. She'd be out trying to pick them up. And lastly, we have Disney Illusion Island, July 28th on Nintendo Switch. So you can join Mickey and friends on a quest to explore the mysterious island of Monoth and recover three mystical books to save the world from disaster. You're interested in this one, eh? Yeah. Because it's Disney. Mm-hmm. Is it like a platformer or something? Yeah, I think it's a sidey. A sidey? Yep. Probably be pretty good. We'll see. We shall. <laughs> Not a bad week. That's an alright week. Yeah, compared to the last couple of weeks that I think I've had, like, I don't know, no, it has one been... Or two. Yeah. Yeah, not bad. Indeed. And it's still the calm before the storm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Switched it, things up this week. You're revving it up. Moving in at the fast lane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's time for our speed review. Okay, so if you don't know, each week on the Pure Day Gaming Podcast, we take your suggestions for a movie to watch that we discuss on the following episode. If there's a gaming connection, we like it even more. If not, then no biggie. This week's pick was 1994's action-packed Speed. It has a sort of gaming tie-in, to be fair, as it stars a very young Keanu Reeves, who we all know and love from his iconic movie roles, including Neo from The Matrix, John Wick, but he's also Johnny Silverhand in Cyberpunk 2077. Which is the game? And it, I assume it's a fucking game, all right. I assume he was probably game. in Matrix games too back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So there you go. He's a gaming character. He is. Some would say he's more important to games than films. <laughs> okay, so I'll give a quick synopsis of the movie, and then we'll kind of go through it. So synopsis: Los Angeles police officer Jack, aka Keanu Reeves, angers retired bomb squad member Howard Payne played by Dennis Hopper, by foiling his attempt at taking hostages. In revenge, Payne arms a bus with a bomb that will explode if it drops below 50 miles per hour. With the help of spunky passenger Annie, Sandra Bullock, Jack and his partner Harry, Jeff Daniels, try to save the people on the bus before the bomb goes off, while also trying to figure out how Payne is monitoring them. Pop quiz, hotshot. Pop quiz, hotshot. There's a bomb on a bus. Once the bus goes 50 miles an hour, the bomb is armed. If it drops below 50, it blows up. What do you do? What do you do? 
<laughs> what a film. Yeah. That's a classic, isn't it? It's really, really good. It still holds up. It does. There's there's not a lot like I there's there's just not a lot that ages the film. I mean obviously no. you do have the odd thing, like if it happened now, every passenger on the bus would be on their phone being like, Oh my god, oh my god. But aside from a few things like that that don't jump out to you during the film, like it feels right, that's just technology stuff. All yeah. the stakes are still like I mean the there's still fucking buses about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And even the There's not the payphones though. No, there's no pay. That's a bit. There is still payphone somewhere. Can you get? There's a payphone still. There's a payphone right outside my work, mm. and they still work. Usable though. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm. junkies piss in it more than use the phone. But I... oh. who the fuck? Why the fuck do they still have? That's weird, actually. It's like you a wonder. side mission. Yes. Using a payphone. <laughs> um, I don't know. There are a few things that I think like maybe haven't aged that. Like what? Well, well. I mean, we'll come to it a bit more, but like the airport security, I just feel like that whole thing wouldn't have happened. Um, yeah, keeping they, above fifty in LA, like surely with the heavy traffic and a I mean, city that, like that, that that, <laughs> that was never a thing that was going to happen. Though, I mean, you you wouldn't be able to keep a bus over fifty mile an hour anywhere in the world. Yeah, I don't think. That's not. But uh, unless you're going in a straight line, aye. But yeah. see, to be fair, what I would say is they did do a half decent job of trying to make it as plausible as possible mm. so like there was don't be wrong there was multiple scenes where she crashes into a, like side on but crashes into a couple of things as soon as she hit anything guaranteed under 50 mil an hour right so yeah, that is obviously to... a massive plot hole yeah but they did do stuff like they had the helicopter directing them so they were shutting roads like before they got to it yeah. and then they were obviously on that like that um, I was going to call it a bypass there, but mm. the road that was shot and then the airport and stuff like that. So they, I think they did do like quite a good job. Yeah, as demonstrated a few weeks after this came out by OJ's speed chase along the freeway. Aye, seven <laughs> days after seven days after this came out was the OJ chase. Oh really? Hmm. Do you think he'd seen the film? I don't know. Because they did actually bring the movie release forward um, due to, I think it was like clashing with like, was it Titanic or something? Something like that. Um, no, uh, no, no, Titanic was 97. Uh, this uh, is 94, isn't it? Yeah, no, they, they did bring it forward for something mm-hmm. though. 94? It, it, it did get moved forward. But yeah, anyway, I just, I, I don't know if he'd seen it, but... It's, it just seems too... Coincidental. Uh-huh. Like, imagine you'd went... And saw speed in the cinema like opening day or something like that, and then you're sitting watching that un- play out on the TV going, mm. what the fuck? Yeah. Because obviously they had helicopters and Aye. like, I don't know, did they shut roads or try and divert? They tried to. It was yeah. the same freeway, wasn't it? I don't know. Yeah. Or was it? I don't know, but it's very similar anyway. It was, it's, finding out that that was so close is just odd. Mm. I mean, I'm sure he went in there on anyway, but still. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay, let's go let's start with cast let's talk about the cast so obviously we've got Keanu Reeves he actually initially turned down the role um, as I think he thought the script was too much like Die Hard Um, that'd be a fucking plus for me I'd be like get me in the Die Hard film yeah I think in 94 it still hadn't reached a point where it was like too overdone it was getting to the point yeah yeah Yeah. you now go Die Hard on a bus but like that hadn't been done yet back then it was still like people were still taking that template of Die Hard and going mm-hmm. here 
over here now on this like on a train under yeah. siege uh, on a bus speed but it was like on a milk float but it wasn't like because now it's it's all been done but like back then I think it was still fresh enough mm-hmm. so he was I think he was right to do it because it's yeah. one of his classics isn't it and, but I think yeah he did then sign on because I think they kind of somebody came in and rewrote, rewrote the script a little bit so that kind of I don't know prompted him to he wanted it more serious or something didn't yeah, he yeah I don't it was, know he wanted something like the kind of smart funny remarks taken out or something more of a kind of serious edge to it mm. um, also the director insisted that he get a sensible haircut as he would benefit from a hard like as like a hard working cop would look like yeah um, what did they have his long hair maybe I don't know that wouldn't have looked right to be honest nah, he was a cop it wouldn't yeah. be, but um, be jumping about like a fucking uh, surfer look I just a, a, you're a SWAT mate. You're not a cop. You're a, sw- a SWAT member. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's rules and regulations. You know, just when they look right. Yeah, but then here. obviously he did go for like quite the buzz cut, and I don't yeah. think they were too chuffed with that. So. I thought it fit really well sake. to the I point where they, they actually considered postponing the film so it could grow a little bit. Oh, for fuck's sake! Oh, fucking! I thought you looked perfectly fine. Yeah, I, I don't. Know. Know. Imagine getting told. <laughs> Listen, Keanu, do you mind cutting your hair? Because this just isn't going to work. And then you come in, oh, Keanu, you've cut it too much. <laughs> Get yourselves to fuck. Keanu's like, I've already fucking turned you down once, by the way. Just yeah. zip it. No, you're fucking right. I'm the star here. Shut your mouth. Um, and obviously we also have Sandra Bullock. Um, this was her kind of breakout role, I guess, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, because she'd done the after this, I think. Mm. Which was a big the film first film I certainly remember seeing her in. Yeah. Um... And I think, well. as we discussed during it, like I think, actually, the it was a good casting, and that she like she was believable as someone who was able to drive the bus. She wasn't this like ditzy blonde. To do you know what I mean? No, she, she looked capable. Uh huh. Mm. So you're a cop, right? That's right. Well, I should probably tell you that I'm taking the bus because I have my driver's license revoked. What for? Speeding. I mean, don't get me wrong, obviously she's like a beautiful woman, but yeah, she was one of these people who, and they made her, they sort of done her up like a kind of every woman, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like, yes. you, could, you could tell how pretty she was, but she was also just like this sort of like tomboyish. No, quite that's, feisty. That's and, what's yeah. quite good about Sandra Bullock, though. She does have this, like, you look at her and she's like a, a beautiful woman and she's quite feminine, but then she's got this level of, like, she can, like, fend for herself. Mm-hmm. I can't believe mm-hmm. ability about her. Uh, because yeah, yeah so I remember works. I think it, I can't remember if it was an IMDb or I read an article about this film as well and apparently at first they wanted Halle Berry hmm. and I don't think that, she would have worked as well no I, I think she's got that level of like she looks like pretty and feminine she's got that level of like toughness as well but I just think Possibly. it's hard when you you know somebody in a role to then in your head Put try and substitute else, somebody yeah. else because I think she might have worked mm. but I, I do think Sandra Bullock was perfect for it though yeah, she even learned to drive a bus for it. So. Oh, double clutching. Mm-hmm. And then we've got Dennis Hopper uh, as the villain, I think. Tim Cooper. Yeah, he was kind of cast because they didn't want like a typical villain. They wanted like a kind of regular guy who just like snapped one day. Um, I thought he was brilliant as well. Yeah, I think his laugh. <laughs> I, I don't think he gets enough credit because I think a lot of people look at this and go... Oh, it was Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves', Keanu Reeves is like breakout film. Mm. But then I thought he did a really good job. Like every time he was on the screen, he just like yeah, he, he, he came across as such like a maniacal villain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really liked him. You crazy. 
crazy. You're fucking crazy. Oh, no. Poor people are crazy, Jack. I'm eccentric. That's the wrong thing to say. Obviously, I didn't really like him. You were wanting his downfall, but I, I don't no, know. I just thought he did the role really well. He's captivating. Every time he's on the screen, he's captivating. Yeah. Yeah. So, what at what point during the film does Jack think to himself, I'm going to write her? <laughs> How far in Jink it is before he's like, obviously, there's a real fucking issue, mm-hmm. right? Life or death stuff, but he's a guy, she's a girl. What, at what point? Is it as soon as he steps on the bus? You really think that's going through his mind at that point? Do you know yeah. I think it came maybe when he was like... Oh, I think it came. <laughs> <laughs> when it all kind of like settled down, nah. and they were like, nah. do, do you think it's right at the end when they Aye. come out? The, when they come out the train and they they're hugging. Ah, then he kind of goes that physical contact. Ken, I'm gonna I'm gonna read her because oh, I've been riding this bus all day. And now I'm fucking riding this. I think. Do you know when I think it is? I think it's after the bus driver gets shot and she starts driving the bus. The first time he leans over the chair from behind her, smells mm-hmm. her. I think I, I think he smells gets a whiff. her hair, smells of vanilla. He gets a whiff, a wee shot down the top, and I think he's up. He's away. Doesn't he smell a lavender? He's away to the races at that point. I think. Mm. <laughs> like, why are you watching it, thinking about this shit? <laughs> Fucking just, hell! Fuck, watching speed, and now you can think about when does he fall in love? <laughs> <laughs> That's where my mind goes. (laughs) And uh, to that point, two hot actors, but are they hotter in their 20s or 20 years later? And by that, obviously, I mean Dennis Hopper and the bus driver. I think it... Fuck off. (laughs) I think it's when, if you're actually asking, I think Keanu Reeves has got uglier, but Sandra Bullock's got hotter. Yeah. I do think. I, I think I, Keanu Reeves is like he's not, he's not like an ugly guy, but I think he looked better when he was younger. Sure, mm-hmm, didn't he, Jess? Mm-hmm, yeah, he I did. agree with that. He really did. Um, I'd go with that as well. I think Sandra Bullock has definitely got better looking. She's good looking in this film, but I oh, think she's good she, looking. But sometimes can, women just look mature and look better. I think when they're yeah. a bit more mature. Whereas I, I think it's a confidence thing as well. I think sometimes though, because I call like, confidence in herself. herself. Aye, that that really is a thing. I think. When somebody's totally confident in themselves, they get to an age where they're confident, and you can sense that, and you sense their aura and their body language and stuff. I'd agree with that, and I think with Keanu Reeves, I think he's got like a rugged attractiveness to him just now. But I, I do think, yeah, back then he was. Like, back, then he's a pretty, back then he's a pretty boy, though. Aye, I mm. think Aye. he was better back then. Well, now you're right. Now he's more rugged, but back then he was a total pretty boy. Aye. Yeah. Um, just while we're still on cast, what about the sort of additional stereotypical bus riders, shall we call them? Oh, that's it right. was weird as well. I, it was like, they must have just got a big, massive casting pool and went, right, what check mark haven't we ticked yet? Mm-hmm. Oh, we need it an really ethnic, seemed like aye, We need them all. Aye. We need a black, we need an Hispanic, aye. we need a wee smarmy business guy. And of course the Hispanic guy's got to be a criminal. Uh, we need a working class guy, he literally has a hard hat. Yep. <laughs> Just so he didn't know. Because it was the 90s, absolutely no chance of the white guy being the criminal. None. No. Not a chance in hell. And every one of them was hateable. Apart from that one guy that was helpful. No. And the bus, the bus stunt, the big stunt over the bridge as well. 
Yeah, we'll get on to that. So, favourite scenes. Um, the bus jump being one. Um, one of the most iconic scenes in the movie, obviously, when it jumps that 50-foot gap. Yeah. Um, we've also got the elevator rescue. Uh, the movie starts with that kind of tense, gripping scene where Jack and Harry are rescuing the people off the trap elevator. You get a wee mm-hmm. bum shot there as well. Um, <laughs> so unnecessary. <laughs> um <laughs> The under the bus scene when he's got to when he's trying to defuse the bomb and he like goes on some sort of trolley mm-hmm, under the bus. Any other memorable favorite scenes? Mm. The, the fight, train, the, the fight at the scene at the end. Yeah, I always kind of forget with that, but actually the decapitation. But I'm taller. <laughs> yeah, so let's talk the bus though. Like it's, I mean. It was, wasn't was actually originally in the script. I think the director only caught glimpse, I think, of this unfinished freeway yeah. and thought, let's yeah. use that. Yeah, um, reading that. But obviously, the physics of jumping that gap. Uh, no, I mean, the bus takes off on it flat goes up ground. The way. It goes up the way. Like, <laughs> it's like, how? But it's a film. Come on. Yeah, there it's is a impressive. kind of minute and a half clip on youtube that you can watch that i'll maybe pop it in the description actually if you've not seen it but it shows how they actually made yeah, it and it's it doesn't go over a gap it's just the bus goes on a ramp goes like 120 feet for you know it's really? not <laughs> i so from from what i understand like i mean when you see it in the film it's so fucking ridiculous because the bus even though there's no sort of ramp that you can see in the film, the bus just goes into the air and then just yeah. sort of over to the other side. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when you watch this, it's not great quality, but it's it's only about a minute long on YouTube. And what they did was they got a stunt driver in and they absolutely hammered this bus along the road and there was a ramp and so it goes up the ramp and then obviously it just fucking crashes to the ground. Of course. Because it's a fucking bus. It's it, about a ton. Aye, it drops like a stone. <laughs> Doesn't fly through the air. No, and it wrecks the road. It wrecks the underside of the bus. And it wrecks another camera that they had set up. So I think initially their plan was to be able to show this scene from the side you side on like you do see Jumping. it also it coming towards you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think the bus went further than expected and it smashed the camera. Mm. So they never got that shot and obviously they couldn't do it again. Um, it is interesting. It is interesting to watch. They said they got up to like sixty-one mile an hour, but um, aye, I mean it, the bus. Obviously, I mean it, it, the physics of it are ridiculous. There's no way it would work. Did they modify the bus, or was it just like a normal bus, or did they modify the engine? That drink? No, I think it was just a normal yeah. bus. They mm. went through ten, or they used ten buses apparently during the whole uh, right. filming, and most of them had like two steering wheels because they obviously had Sandra Bullock, like yeah, and then like. And then I think on top of the bus, mm. they had like somebody a... actually doing it. There was somebody else actually driving it. Yeah. On top of it? Yeah. That's cool. That is cool. Aye, I'd, love to see, doing... I'd love to see some shots of that. Aye, that, that would be quite weird to see. Because obviously when they're driving, they're not actually ever driving. Because mm. there's yeah. too, act, too much acting to do. It is, see that, that the bus jump though? Like, it is funny when Keanu Reeves first, like, he turns and says, it's an interchange. There might be an incline. Why? <laughs> Why might there be an incline? He's just pulled that right out of his ass. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> uh, and I love, I love the fact that, that that bus jump, like you said, was added in later. So like they basically—that's the big 
action yeah. piece of the film, I'd say. Aye. They basically made the film and then went, ah, I need something in the middle. Aye, and they told, it's totally like, quite lucky they come up with it. Because I would say that, that, like, if the film didn't have that, it's still a good film, but it's like that, you remember that from the film. It does mm-hmm. have stunts, but that is definitely, like, you, the they, they build it up really yes. well, mm-hmm. too, and that. then you sort of see it and you're like... Pfft. See if it didn't have that, the big stunt would probably be the him going under. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That would probably that was probably them thinking that's the big stunt, mm-hmm. and then it's just like when they filmed it, I bet they were like, "It's good, but it's just no mm-hmm. like fucking. It's no fucking diehard jumping off the building, mm-hmm. fucking exploding. You know what I mean? So, what, what do we think then? Is that is that your favourite scene? I think in the it's bus jump? to be. Yeah. Ah, yeah, it's, yeah, it has to be because it's just so memorable. Aye, I think probably because of the memorability for me as well, but I don't know why. For some reason, I really like the beginning with the elevator. I don't know why. I like not, but I like I the start. Really, I like I, the starter film sometimes. Yeah, I do. It's a really good setup, I think. And, and you mentioned it, but that was so. See that bit with the the girl skirt is so unnecessary. They used to do that all the time back in the eighties and nineties. They were like, right, we need some tits and ass in it. How can we do it? And it's yeah. just this girl sliding out of the elevator, and her skirt goes right up, and you're like. I think it's because you've done that. Why get, like, you done that? You get like a quota for how many tits or ass you can probably show, and they're like, might as well use it. You know, mm-hmm. just to. It's just such a product of the time, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, some unintentional funny moments that yeah were included. So there's the scene where Sandra Bullock's driving and she thinks she's ran over a baby because the woman's about oh, to cross yeah, the road the and then cans. it turns That's out funny. to be a pram full of cans and they go all over the shop. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the old lady that basically blows up trying to get off the bus. Yep. She tries to step off the bus and he's oh, that's and then, right. so the, the guy blows it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. She goes under. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's what a fucking explosion, by the way. See to be able to blow her up but not burst a tire in. Mm-hmm. Impressive, yeah. He knows what he's doing that bad. Um Keanu has a little tantrum at one point, um, which I Was thought it? was quite funny. Mm-hmm. He, I just he's not happy. He's like standing still for a moment and then he just loses his shit because something I can't remember what caused that to anger him so much but yeah and then I've also put the jumping bus again for unintentionally right. funny because it is unintentionally funny it's so ridiculous because uh. it shows you the road and there's not even a hint of an incline but as soon as the bus gets oh, it's there, going up it just aye but do you know what I mean there's no ramping in and it just no, all but... of a sudden the front of the bus just goes woo aye but it's like it's going up an incline it's like the bus would have to actually it's going up onto the that's insane aye. it's absolutely insane but do you know how Keanu Reeves is quite a wooden actor yes but there's something about them. It fits in this film, though. Mm-hmm. But there's so many. But there's so many roles where it does. There's roles where I've watched him, by the way, and it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've probably never seen Drac- Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh no, I have. It's been a while. But... Holy shit! By the way, that is a. That's almost like. It's like have you have you literally just started acting? It's bad. <laughs> it's so bad. He's so wooden. He doesn't have many faces. Do a, he's trying to do an English accent. Oh god. It's it's fucking terrible. Uh, and there's a few films like that with him that it's just like because he has that way, it just doesn't suit the role. Mm-hmm. But then he's he's been lucky when he's got roles that suit him. Mm-hmm. Kind of Because he's one of those actors. It's not. He's not really a character actor. It's 
you're watching Keanu Reeves. Yeah. You're watching Tom Cruise. You know what I mean? Which mm-hmm. is good. It's fine. Like you, you, you enjoy watching these people, but it's, it's not like roles. it's not like you're watching like Billy Bob Thornton. Every freaking time you see Billy Bob Thornton, it's like is that Billy Bob Thornton? Uh-huh. He's just different in every <laughs> fucking thing he does. You know what I mean? It's insane. Um, but we have like Bruce Willis. It's just like it's Bruce Willis you're watching. Aye. You know what I mean? But like the Matrix and this and John Wick, it's all it's all just like worked for him. Aye, definitely, definitely. Um, so what do you think the funniest moment was then? The old woman getting blown up and then dragged under the bus. Mm. She deserved that. But more of <laughs> deserved that. Fuck's um, I've got a few continuity errors just to point out in case you missed them. So the airport entrance, so like there's a big dent on the front of the bus after they crash into that barricade. Um, mm. It sort of seems to re- disappear and reappear. That must have changed the bus, eh? Yeah, I also wasn't convinced that like it goes over tire spike things yeah mm. and, and don't be wrong like a while. the the tire does eventually come off and things like that, and it almost causes him to get knocked off when he's on that wee thing under the bus but equally are, are those things not meant to proper bust your tires yes like aye and it's it's not as if like the bus was doing like 90 or something like that. the bus it goes over 50, but then it only gets to like 60, 65. Mm. So you would think a bus tyre would take you down a significant amount. Mm. To be fair, those are designed for cars. Like, mm. so that uh, bus, a bus tyre is yeah, fucking maybe. mammoth. That's true. So I can see, can, I can go with that a little bit. Yeah. Um, as well as multiple buses that were used, the bus number on the front apparently has changed a few times from scene to scene. Oh, I no, remember no someone way. mentioned that. Yeah, 2525 yeah. or 2524. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, yeah I, I never noticed it this time. Like, I, full disclosure, I watch this film minimum once a year. Like, I love this film. But I have seen that in the past, but I wasn't watching before this time. Yeah, um, and the, the magical gas gauge. Now, obviously, they do zoom into it when it hits low, but there's a couple of scenes where they, like, highlight the speed of the bus at mm-hmm. present, but the gap, like the gas monitor or the gas level yeah. is also different. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Uh, I suppose yeah. it's quite hard to always make sure yeah. that shapes. You could do it these days with digital... Yeah, just Back in the 90s, nobody's giving a fuck. Yeah. Nah. Um, it's a bus. Yeah, also another thing that... Uh, not a continuity error, but maybe just like a, a plot thing. Like, see when... Harry and his team find out where the bad guy lives and they're like, right, let's go get him. Do they yeah. not think, surely, this guy's going to have the place booby-trapped of I some know. sort? And that's their job. He's a bomber, you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's their Aye. job. You know what I mean? They're supposed to be good at that sort of shit. They do all just wade in. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, we've got him now. And that causes <laughs> like, him to die. Like, it's almost least... like they get a bit too excited. Like, oh, fucking got him. No, no, don't. I mean, the one thing you could say is it's a high-pressure situation. They're trying to get this done as fast as possible because these people on a bus are going to die. Yeah, but still, you would do your checks. But, I mean, there, there is, like, 12 deaths in the movie. Well, they <laughs> say that, right? But, so, there's all this stuff where they're, like, oh, they're doing, they're trying to save, like, how many people are on that bus? Not a lot. Right, maybe twenty folk. Because there is a couple of extras that you don't really see that often. Mm-hmm. But at one point, when at the, right at the end, when Sandra Bullock—not the end, but the end of the bus section—when Sandra Bullock and 
Keanu Reeves slip underneath the bus and then the bus just goes flying off in itself, it fucking smashes into a plane that's moving. It's a cargo plane. Right, it would still have fucking drivers. Well, no, because I think they sh- the Yeah, the but there's a guy with one up. of those like car so things on the front of it, like <laughs> moving the plane, and he gets out. You see him get out. So there's no one actually driving the plane. I don't believe so. You so you've got Harry. Pilots, Craig. You've got piloting. <laughs> Helen, who gets blown up. Um, <laughs> does, Terribly sorry. Does Sam make it? Um, they don't really. They don't really go back to him. Yeah, the original bus driver who's in the first bus that gets blown up. Yeah. So he dies. How does Dennis Hopper know that they're pals? I don't know. Um, there's a LAPD officer who falls in the elevator shaft. Oh yeah. Hmm. Um, the train driver. Then it says there's a subway attendant who's like in the control room. I think when it crashes. Um, and then obviously decapitation at the end as well. So, you know, there are a fair few deaths. A few. Well, what I would say is Keanu Reeves puts a lot of people's lives at risk. Mm-hmm. Like when he saves himself and Sandra Bullock on the bus, he he doesn't know what's in that plane. Right? And he sends it straight for it and the whole thing blows up. And then Oh well to be fair to him, was he not trying to just keep it circling but the rope came off? Well he made an arse on it. And then at the end, when when it's the bus, when he's on the train, sorry, he's like, let's speed it up. Yeah. And you're like, right, there's people working further forward. You could have massacred all of them. Yeah. Maybe how about you just don't and then just you two die? Again, I didn't understand that point because he said like speed it up to jump the track, but the track wasn't finished, so it was always gonna come off anyway. Yeah. So actually, if it was slower, it might have made less mess. But the film's called Speed. Well, yeah. <laughs> so you got to speed it up. That's a good point. <laughs> it raises the point. Um. Okay. Some audience thoughts. Dave said Speed is still one of the greatest movies ever made. It holds up perfectly. Just the right mix of action and insanity. Uh, Zenbloke said, fun wee movie, Sandra Bullock's movie that helped put her on the map. The first being legendary Demolition Man. It's a very simple movie, but sometimes simple as a best film where you kick back and just enjoy the ride. That's right, Demolition Man was before us. Mm. That was 93. Oh, cool. Well, what I would say is I've had a bit of a speed week. You have, you've watched the trilogy. Yeah, so... Speed trilogy? Yep. So we were obviously at Jess's dad's and we watched speed on Saturday night it was the yeah. first time he'd seen it in years he was on the edge of his seat don't mind telling you then uh, we came back here and on Sunday night with Castles it was my first ever time you seeing Speed 2 Cruise, Cruise Control, Control. That, Jason Patrick that Keanu did not return for no. holy so. fucking shit if there, yeah. I mean don't be wrong it wasn't a great script and it wasn't a great film but the main actor Jason he, Patrick I've never seen a worse leading man performance no. in my life I think at one point I said to you, is this guy meant to be the hero? It was unbelievable. <laughs> he was neutered. Yes, not recommended. Yeah. And then obviously I followed that up by watching the best in the trilogy. Speed 3. What? I've never heard of Speed 3. Isn't <laughs> this? When, this is a shit take. No, there's not a Speed 3. When did this come out? Season 3, episode 3. Oh fuck off! <laughs> You're a fucking wangshaft. That's what it's called, Speed 3. 
I'm actually halfway through Googling at IMDb Speed 3. You're a prick. I mean, it will come up, to be fair. Father Teddy episode. Aye. The bomb will arm if the milk float goes over four mile an hour. Right? Who can forget Pat Mustard? I know what's going on, Pat Mustard. There are some very hairy babies on Craggy Island, and I think you are the hairy baby maker. No, yeah? Well, I think that you would uh, need proof if you're going to make that sort of an accusation. And I'm a very careful man, Father. A very careful man. Except when it comes to taking precautions in the bedroom. No! You, you wouldn't be advising the use of artificial contraception, now, Father, would you? <laughs> yes, I... <laughs> no, I... If you're going to be... I... I of, of course, you... you... Just feck off! <laughs> Right, the previous milk float attendee. The, the, he's the milkman, is he not? Uh huh. He goes on the milk float before mm-hmm. him. Um, it was voted the best ever episode of Father Ted. We will we will put in a few clips because obviously the bit about the artificial contraception is one of the great lines in Father Ted history. Mm. So yeah, I did the full trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Sped so much I had to wear a helmet. Yes, as always, we like to review our movies that we watch in the form of Scotch pies. And one to five pies, Craig, what are you going for? Six pies for me. Six pies? Away, oh, okay, that's illegal. Can I do that? Five pies. Okay. Four. Oh my god, really? Mm-hmm. It's a five for me. It's good. Four. <laughs> Down with this sort of thing. Okay, well, there you have it. So next week, not a movie as such, but we are going to watch the very first episode of Twisted Metal, which is a new TV show um, coming out based on the game. Um, Remains to be seen how this will transpire. It's like an action comedy, it says. Yeah, I can't see us doing this a weekly thing, but we'll cover the first episode. I'm quite looking forward to it. Like, it's the writers of Deadpool... I think it'll be pretty decent. I just don't think it'll be the type of thing where you could like cover it week to week. Yeah. But I'm hoping it's pretty good. Looks all right. Yeah, so if you do get a chance to watch it as well, then let us know your thoughts and we might share on the air. Share on the air. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's get back to games then and what we have played this week. Craig. Uh, yes, I said earlier, I've been playing episode one of The Expanse, a Telltale series. This is the first Telltale game in a few years since they reformed. Have you seen the TV show The Expanse? Yeah, I watched the first season. Is it any good? Yeah, the first season was good, yeah. Right. It's it's not something I've watched. It's based on that, though. So mm. the main character, or well, the main character in the game is called Drummer who is a character in the show. I looked up on IMDb and it said she's in most of the episodes, right. like 42 of 56, I think it was. So maybe she's not in the first season or she's not in the last or something. I'm not sure. But I think she is quite a key character. And so she is the protagonist in this game. Uh, it's quite cool because it's actually got the voice actor from the show, which is quite cool. And she's got quite a cool accent as well. Uh, it's played by Cara Gee. It's, I don't know, like, I'm really liking it so far. I've just about finished the first episode. 
So the way they're doing it is the first episode is going to be available on Thursday and then they're going to release the other episodes every two weeks. So previously when it was like The Walking Dead and stuff like that, sometimes you would wait two to three months between episodes. But now with this, it's, they've pretty much got it ready to go and they're just going to space out a bit, I suppose, so that you can like talk about each episode before the next one comes out. Um, seems really good. The graphics are much improved, like much improved. It looks really nice. Uh, voice acting seems good so far the story seems good I, c- I can't comment on how faithful it is to the TV show having not watched it mm-hmm. but but yeah I, it's instantly recognisable as a telltale game like people expecting something completely revolutionary they're not going to get that I don't think like you can still you can you can tell straight away like it's it's like oh this is The Walking Dead but a new IP um, but so far, really enjoying it. I'll continue to kind of talk about the next episodes when they come out. Um, played an easy platinum, oh. a shitty platinum maybe. If oh. Baz, if Baz, if Baz agrees. Uh, called Pure Mini Golf, and it's it's just really easy. It takes about ten minutes. You just set the power, hit the shot, get it in the hole, straight in the hole. You know what I mean? <laughs> and there's even a slant all the way around the hole, so that if you get it near it then rolls in so that you can get your hole easier. That's cheap. It's an easy platinum. They have to make it easy. Um, it's quite fun the last 10 minutes get a platinum. What's not fun at all is a game called Pocket Soccer. I thought it's it was either 2v2 or 3v3 and it was like indoor football. Like, and I thought, oh, that might be all right. It's only £2. Probably an easy platinum. Fuck me. It's awful. The ball doesn't like stick to the player when you pass, so it just like bounces off them, and it's oh, it's so infuriating. It's like <laughs> people dressed up as Mister Blobby running about a pitch trying right. to control a football. Right. Not actually dressed up as Mister Blobby. Mm. It's really fucking bad. Don't don't get it. I've got every trophy apart from one, which I have to win a tournament. But it's so random, like. You can't even tackle or fuck. It's fucking awful. I had to put it off. I was getting upset about it. Don't buy that. <laughs> Developers should feel bad. Um, played more Oxen Free 2. Continues to be really good. I don't want to talk about it too much because it's all story-based. Uh, Switchback VR got an update that improved the graphics and it does look much better now. They should have probably held off on bringing it out until that was ready. And the other thing I played was Legend Bowl, but we can't discuss that yet for two weeks. But I know there's a few people listening to the podcast that are excited, so two weeks from two podcasts from now, I'll have a lot to say on it. Okay, okay. I played Grand Theft Auto. Which one? Five. Five. Oh. Downloaded it. I saw it, saw it came back to Game Pass, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Ah. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. You playing through the story again? Oh, aye, of course. Then I'm going to dive right into online. It's such an underrated story. I feel like because... Really? I think it's underrated. I think it is at this point. I think at the time, everyone thought it was amazing. But see, because it's been so long now, I feel like a lot of people I talked to are like, it was all right. Oh, like, no, I think if you go back and play it, it was really fucking good. Ah, it's so good. Really good. Have you done the speed mission? I'm, I've, I'm literally... Just start it as Michael. Ah, right. Yeah, right. No, so maybe really... there's a there's a mission where is it Michael's son? It's like he's on a yacht and you've got to keep it a certain speed yes. or something. Do you know it? Yeah. Or do you just have to get it from A to no, B no. or something? He's on the motorway and he's hanging off it on the, the ah. mast. Ah, you've got to like 
position your car next to it so he can drop into your car. Aye, that's our mission. Aye, that'll be quite soon. That's Maybe quite it's not quite a speed mission then. I thought there was something you had to keep it at the right speed. No, there probably, there probably was. I bet there was something like that. I can't remember that it's been that long. There was one, there was one like that actually in... Oh, what's the like... Oh, it's going to bug me what it's called now. Vice City? No, it's not a GTA game. It's an old... Uh, some tip of my tongue. It's it? like a detective game. Ellie Noir. Noir. That's it. There was definitely like a speed, like achievement or something in there where you had to go for a, a certain stretch at a certain speed. Mafia mm. Two did that. There was a trophy where you had to stay over thirty mile an hour for five minutes. Oh, fucking hell! And it was fucking annoying. And somebody mapped it the best route to go because I flattened the game. But it was a fr- it was a frustrating trophy that. Mm. <laughs> what was that? So are you, are you playing the normal way, or are you are you utilizing like first person mode? Or I'm not utilizing first person. It, it chucked me into first person mode right away, so it tried to get me to play. Ah, so see when you're in the doing the bank heist at the, the start, yeah, it chucks you right into first person. I was like, mm, no, I don't want to do that. I guess they're maybe just wanting people to to know what's there, kind of thing. Probably, but it just doesn't feel like GTA for me. Yeah. I, I, it's a third person game um, unless you're going into the strippers obviously aye <laughs> aye uh, but you know Hank like, what would you see if you you could only have one GTA or Red Dead what would you choose GTA without hesitation even after how good the second game was I don't know I much prefer I loved like I think Red Dead 1 is a really good game and I thought Red Dead 2 was much better. I thought it was amazing. It's a masterpiece. But, aye. But I don't know. I just, I'll, I prefer modern settings and games. Right. What were you just think? I don't know. I don't know. I think I might go for Red Dead. Mm. Something about cowboys not that I fucking love. Red Dead 2 is unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. But I was I, I prefer city city locations and I stuff know, like that. See with Red Dead, like like when you're playing GTA, it's like you're looking at it going, "This is impressive." But when you're playing Red Dead, you're looking at it going, "This is fucking gorgeous." Sense exploration as well. Aye, you know what I mean. Just with the like the open plains, the sunset, or the you know what I mean, all the kind of yeah, the, all the stuff. It's just something about it. I don't know. The fact that they can go back and forth between the two of them is just unbelievable. It's <laughs> mind-boggling, isn't it? It's fucking it really unreal. Is. They've got both. They don't have to. So, they don't have to choose. I know. It's insane, actually, that they've got these two franchises mm-hmm. that are just, like, the best fucking games ever. It's insane. Yeah. So I, that's all I've been playing. What were you, Jess? Just Disney Dreamlight Valley, also. About 214 hours now. <laughs> fucking hell. So that's, what, like, 18 hours since last week? Uh, yeah. And more away for three days. <laughs> yeah. And, and you were working the rest of the days. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Brilliant. Not to throw you under the bus. No, but no. I've got Nal and Simba now, and I've got Stitch as well. So. I know that those are Disney characters. And I took my photo in the Dream Snaps mode. I've done that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. There was like I went to play it one day, and there was like a fucking big update, and I was like, oh, rage. <laughs> So I had to wait, but yeah. That's my story. Cool. Okay, then we shall continue this week to the news. News, news, I was believe. 
brain You've been used But you're digging team Always believing First up Dying Light 2 developer Techland has announced Chinese firm Tencent is setting its is setting itself up to become the studio's main shareholder, effectively acquiring the Polish team. Confirmed by founder Paweł Marczyk Marczyk. Yes, got her. <laughs> Fucking got her. Paweł. Like Paulo. March- it's not even Paweł. Marczykwa. In a web post, he says the buyout allows Techland to move full speed ahead with the execution of the vision of our games, which includes more from the Dying Light series and an unannounced open world RPG. This is shite news. (laughs) It's just shite news. Like, I don't know, Tencent continue to buy up lots of teams and just by, I mean, they're supposed to be a kind of shadowy organisation as it is, but even without that, like, they, Techland are not going to have the same freedom to put out the same type of games under a Chinese ownership. Mm-hmm. So, it's crap. It's good for them, because I'm sure they're going to have a lot of money out of it, but it's not good for the gaming industry, I don't think. Or the future of Dying Light, which is a good fucking series. Yeah. Can't Stop, Won't Stop, Insomniac Games, one of Sony's crown jewel studios, may well have a third game in development. During a full sale university seminar, Erin Eberhardt, the project director at the studio, twice made reference to an unannounced game. I suggest that she wasn't referring to Spider-Man 2 or Wolverine. What could it be? No, another superhero one, surely. You'd like to think not. It'd be nice to see them do something that wasn't a superhero game. Although, apparently a few years ago, they were hiring for a multiplayer project. So, that'd be even worse. Let's hope it's (laughs) co-op. I know. As long as it's got a co-op mode, then we're safe. Oh, man. I think it could could be. I mean, Sony have got like X amount of live service games coming, so it makes sense that Insomniac would be adding one to the pile. But... Hopefully not. Hopefully it's something cool. Mm. But I mean, they, the amount of games they put out is fucking mad. So I don't know. It was interesting seeing Full Sail University come up there. Remember that's when NXT used to be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I noticed that as soon as it came up. Yeah. The upcoming PS5 Pro is doing the rounds via Tom Henderson again. This time he mentions that the upgraded system will aim for improved frame rates and 4K resolution, optional 8K modes and accelerated ray tracing. It's hard to call this actual news, but it's a light week, so you're getting it anyway. I nearly put this in quick dunce just because it's clearly Tom Henderson going, I've set myself a target of X amount of articles per week and there's not much happening this week Mm -hmm. because we definitely reported this exact same fucking thing Mm -hmm. about four months ago and it was him that said and it was november as well the only thing that's new is that he said that it's going to aim for better 4k accelerated ray tracing and optional 8k modes which is just common sense that's like saying and it's going to be better i will it says playstation 5 pro so we we know it's going to be better tom i i bet (laughs) I said it's coming November. You said that four months ago, Tom. Aye, but I've got an article to write. Okay, Tom. <laughs> I know, I'm sure we said four months ago as well, I bet there'll be a 
Spider-Man PS5 bundle that you can buy. Sure enough, that's come out now. Well, I don't know if it's out actually to buy yet, but ah, it's, it's been advertised that there's like a PS5 version. See, to be fair to Sony, it's quite cool because they've rather than have to buy a special edition PS5, these plates, the plates come, come off, off so you can buy just the plates and put them on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that is cool. They need to do more of that. The controller looks quite cool, though. You're not happy with the white buttons or something? It's a, it's a cool controller. I just think it would look better if the buttons were like, I don't know, there was like a a leaked image or a, like a mock-up image of a controller and it had the button. It was kind of similar, but it had the buttons that were like, they almost sort of blended in with the design. And I thought that looked a bit more seamless than the the buttons just being white next to the rest of the design of the controller. But it's a cool controller. Okay, sticking with the PS5 and even less surprising news, people like it. Pe- Gamesindustry.biz reports that the hardware sales in Europe are up 116% year over year, while the competition has remained largely in line with the previous year. Pretty good. Pretty good. It just seems to be, I don't know, like, I think it, it's almost like, see, when you're in first place, it's it's getting harder and harder to catch up. Like, I think we spoke about this before, but I feel like, I don't know, like, once you've sort of got yourself involved in an ecosystem, like, you end up with a digital library, and then it's harder to move over. Mm-hmm. So because a lot of people jumped in, like, to the PlayStation 4, then it's then harder to get them to move across. Like, Game Pass certainly makes it easier, but... Mm-hmm. I think there is a, that sort of thing where you're like, I, 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 spent, I spent seven or eight years buying digital games over there. And if I, if I move now, same way if you had an Xbox, you're like, if I move now, then I'm going to lose all that. Mm-hmm. Right. So How, I, I are you it, actually going to play many of them again? I know you go I back just, and play a lot of games, but I know, but I, I think it's, everybody's like that. You're, you're totally right. I think it is just, it's almost sort of like a, it's just in your head, isn't it? Where yeah. you're like, Aye, or the value and investment you've put in. Mm. Aye. And I suppose if you've, not that this is an issue for us, but a lot of people are like, well, my pals play on in that one. Yeah. Well, that's becoming less of an issue, I suppose, yeah. as well. Obviously, but... they are reporting it's like up year over year, but I'm just trying to think back what the kind of status of availability of a PS5 was a year I ago. It, I think it was all right last year. Certainly, like. But when... now you can actually go into a shop. I think it was still like online drops before, but whereas now, like, I have seen them. Oh, you, you can, can go definitely... into a shop now and get a. Yeah. Ah, you can, can definitely you? get them in shops now. You might have been able to a year ago, though. I'm not sure. Yeah. And what's the price out here? Four seven nine. Four fifty. Four seven nine. I just need to borrow yours one day. <laughs> oh, the digital ones like three fifty. Hmm. That's not bad. Yeah. Um. And I think yeah, like you say, like people probably that maybe didn't jump in at launch, like, you know, they are, it's probably time to kind of upgrade their PS4. Like, ours yeah. is still hanging on. I don't know how, but I feel like any day it's going to break. Um, or catch fire. Or catch fire, because it just sounds like a... It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's starting to get there. Uh-huh. And so, do you know what I mean? There is that natural progression for a lot of people that, you know... Yeah. But, I mean, like I say, like, I mean, you've got... PlayStation up 116%, whereas the others are largely the same year over year. Like, I mean, I've got issues with the way PlayStation are revealing and marketing their games and stuff like that, but there's absolutely no question that it's working. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they're at a point where they're like, we don't fucking have to do it. Yeah. And they're right, to be fair. But if it was me, I'd just be like, right, but you still want to keep on top of it mm-hmm. a bit more. Yeah. 
Moving on, Mortal Kombat 1's first DLC pack has been revealed, despite the game not launching until September 14th. Peacemaker, Homelander and Omni-Man will join three returning characters with names I'm surely about to butcher. Takeda, Takashi, Quan Chi and Ermac. But you did all right. Yeah. Not bad. <laughs> it's weird announcing DLC before a game's even come out. But also cool that Homelander's going to be in it. Because <laughs> I really like him. Not as much a fan of John Cena in Spandex, but Homelander's cool. <laughs> there was also apparently rumours of the second DLC pack, but it hadn't been confirmed and I couldn't be bothered looking it up. So okay. Google that one. Yeah. Firewall Ultra, the highly touted upcoming PSVR 2 multiplayer shooter, finally has a date. It's set to hit the PSN on August 24th. Base game is $34.99, while a deluxe edition featuring weapon skins, outfits, and something called an Operation Pass will set you back $49.99. That's will be cool. It's one of the only... I think it's possibly the only time I played the original PSVR online. Uh, it's just like an online FPS, but in VR. And for some reason... I don't know. You felt like you had more of a chance. See, when you play Call of Duty, and there's some people that are just so fast with the sticks that you're just like, yeah. I don't have these reflexes. But see, when you were in it and you actually had to like manually turn and aim and shoot, it everything felt like a much more level playing field. Mm. And you were getting kills, and you were like, it was cool. It was really cool. So I think this will be really good. And can you play it with your pals, or is it? Like, oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Properly online. Yeah, can't wait. Fucking online talking and all your friends list. You do have PSVR two friends though, so I do. You could have some fun. Maybe. (laughs) Upcoming horror FPS Quantum Error may need a bit more time in the oven on Xbox Series due to SSD reasons. The developer explained on social media that the game was designed first on PS five and that one particular boss fight really utilizes the power of the SSD. Quote, we have a boss fight in QE that swaps levels instantaneously four to five times like the Ratchet and Clank game without extra speed of the SSD in the PS5. This boss fight could stall or hitch while transitioning, which will hamper experience. It was pointed out that Xbox's direct storage may resolve this and the team confirmed that they are looking into a solution. Yeah, this team was having a bad day. I don't think they realised that Twitter's quite a toxic place. <laughs> the they, internet's quite a toxic <laughs> place in they general. Didn't really, I don't think they really realised that. And so they tweeted out basically saying the Xbox version might take a bit longer because it's got a different SSD in it and it might not be able to render something as fast. And so obviously that activated fanboys across mm. the globe. Yep. <laughs> activated. <laughs> and uh, they were then backpedalling with different different uh, messages and then someone pointed out apparently this Xbox direct storage can be like a a sort of a different way to do it and they were like yeah we're looking into that but I think I don't know they've looked at it and they've designed it first for PS5 so whereas a lot of people I think would be like right they wouldn't release it until it's ready for everything yeah maybe this team's wanting to get it out the door as soon as possible and then work on the other versions Uh. but that could annoy people yeah. Fucking hell. Ah, the internet. Mm-hmm. What a place. Mm-hmm. But some good news. Shrek will return to console games for the first time in over a decade. Yes! 
in a newly announced karting game. Oh, yes. none of them going about. DreamWorks All-Star Kart Racer will feature characters from a variety of DreamWorks movies, including Shrek, Trolls, Kung Fu Panda, The Boss Baby, Madagascar, How to Train Your Dragon, Puss in Boots, and The Bad Guys. Game will be published by Game Mill Entertainment and developed by Bamtan Games, both of which were responsible for the recent Nickelodeon Kart Racer series of games. Be released on Xbox Series X, Nest, PS5, Switch, Xbox One, PS4, and PC, but no release window has been confirmed at this stage. Bam Tang Games. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a wind up, and then you hear that they made the Nickelodeon Kart Racer games, which are fucking shite, and you're like, that's all excitement extinguished for this. Because the line, I mean, I'd race around as the boss baby. He's a good character. Yeah, but I just don't know if there's as much of a... I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but as much of a fan base for a lot of these kind of movies. Like, I don't know, compared to Disney, like, it's just a bit higher on the... I think the problem is that there's just... We went through... I remember about maybe like four or five years ago being like, why didn't more people not make kart racers? They're really fun. And now I'm sitting going, there's too many kart racers. Mm-hmm. Like Disney have just put out one. There was that free-to-play one. It's not a Lego one or something. There's a Lego really. one just come out. Like there's there's too many now, like for fucking boss baby to mm-hmm. get a, gain a foothold. Mm-hmm. What they should do is they should instead of making it a kart racer, they should make a twisted metal style proper gory 18 rated game. And instead of having lovable young characters like the boss baby and his counterparts, they should go back to stars of the 90s and include people like Keenan and Kel. Keenan and Kel, I'm Stoner! The twins from Sister Sister, Alex Mack, Clarissa. Who's Clarissa Alex explains Mack? it all. Who's Alex, Who's Alex Mack? Mack? It was only one of the best shows of the 90s. You kidding? No. She used to turn into a puddle. <laughs> You are fucking joking me. She would turn into a puddle and go under doors and stuff like that. I no. Made, I made a few puddles. <laughs> that is bullshit. You just made that up. She turns into a fucking puddle. No, it's puddle. true. I loved it, yeah. Are you joking? This is an actual program. Yeah, I've never seen an episode of this in my yeah. life. She would turn into a puddle. Every other one, I got you. Keenan and Kel, orange soda. Clarissa, black cat. Salem. That's Sabrina the Teenage Witch, you fucking idiot. What did you... <laughs> <laughs> You can be in it as well. <laughs> what was the other one? Sister. Sister. Uh, but that's but, fucking puddle one. Oh, what the fuck? But what you want to do is you want to get all these people, because they're probably all like, I don't know, I imagine a lot of them are drug addicts now, right? Because their career didn't work out <laughs> after being a teenage star. Yeah. And so you get all them. And you oh, Keenan's doing all right, is he not? He's on Saturday Night Live. Oh, is he? Uh, Remember there was rumours that Kel was dead? I've never seen him in anything else. Uh, I think he was a bit of a one-trick pony. But, um, yeah, you put all them in a twisted metal game. That's money right there. Aye, uh, fucking puddle driving of it. I think, I think you, you should watch an episode of Alex Mack for Jesus next week. Jesus Christ, okay. Can't believe you've not seen Alex Mack. No. Never heard it in my life. That's unbelievable. First speed train out of this. 
Okay, and now for some quick dunce. So, High on Life, the comical FPS from Squanch Games has shadow dropped on PlayStation. It'll set you back $49.99, though. That's cool. Good game. Uh, Somerville's PlayStation trophies are live, suggesting a release is imminent. In a personal tack on Craig, though, there's no platinum. Yep, absolute bastards. Five gold, six silver, no platinum, no buy. Well, Andy couldn't finish it either, so... That was was an achievement-based problem for Andy, though. Jack. (laughs) Diablo 4 Season 1 content has gone down like a wet fart in a Halloween necromancer suit. Craig wrote that, just in case you thought that was me that scripted that one. It was such a good line as well, you should have taken credit for it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, apparently Diablo 4 season content is getting shot on from a great height. Nobody's happy about it. I can't comment any further because I don't know anything about it. I would suggest the next episode of Pure Dead PlayStation. I know Donnie's been playing it and he'll probably be giving out about it. Um, So if you're a Diablo fan, look out for that. But yeah, it's supposed to have, I don't know, after having a really good sort of content at launch like the the content is coming now to support it throughout is apparently not very good so far maybe they'll learn from it Hmm. and that's a wrap for the news and the episode and the episode unless anyone has anything else they would like to offer before we finish i do Mm -hmm. is that about speed three no i did not like the change in format guys (laughs) I don't like, I don't, I'm a, you must know this about me now, I'm a creature of routine, <laughs> and you've really shook me up. It's not a permanent change, it was just for one week, just to I would, I would the appreci- cat amongst the pigeons. I would very much appreciate going back, because I'm twitching, my eyes twitching, because you've done this to me. Mm-hmm. So. Well, yes, if if you would like to cast your votes uh, on the format change, then let us know if you liked it. <sighs> Let us know if you didn't. Also, let us know. It was not meant to be like a permanent change. I was just going to move stuff about. You were just so excited for speed that you just wanted to bring it forward. I just wanted to talk about speed three. I I was thinking next week we would start with the outro. Because that makes perfect (laughs) sense. (laughs) Just keeping folk on their toes. Yeah. The bit of witty banter at the beginning, that can go four-fifths in. (laughs) (laughs) Me talking about having a fucking square goal with Greg's. Really? Oh, you nearly that, slot that in for an hour and ten. You nearly had a square goal with a Costa girl that was far too happy. What was that about, by the way? Yeah. So wow. on our travels, we stopped to get a refuel. You know, coffee pick Aye. me up, and the you know when someone takes your order through a drive-through, they would just say hi. What can I get you? Or yeah. you know how can she was like hi? How are you? We're like sorry, what? Oh, she's actually, yeah, that's looking to be answer her. I was like, uh, I fine, fine, thanks. And she's like, fabulous. Yeah. So what would you like today? Oh, God. And those. then I was getting a flat white. And she's like, oh, a cheeky flat white. Amazing. Anything else for you? And I'm like, whoa, why are oh, you no. so chatty? Oh, dear. Just want a coffee, please. And I never said, <laughs> Maybe I, she had so many coffees that she was just buzzing. Well, I never said to you, but the next day, so Monday, I was going by and I totally forgot about us being there. And I went through that Costa again, and it was only when I got to the thing, and I heard, hi, and I was like, oh my God, and I, I totally she forgot about it. it. So it was the next day, and she was at it again. <sighs> She's still positive. How dare she? See, to be fair, not How at- dare she have a positive <laughs> attitude in life? She wasn't at as- work. Po- <laughs> she wasn't as positive, but, she, but I did say just like, can I get a caramel latte? 
amazing. Of course you can. Caramel's oh. so sweet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Caramel. And then she's like, oh, my God. Have you tried putting cream eggs in your coffee? Oh, my God. I heard about it on the internet. <laughs> See, to be fair, like, for going through a drive through it was just quite amusing. But see if you had to work next to her. Like, aye. I mean, we that first trip we went was a Sunday afternoon, right? You couldn't be happy in Costa on a Sunday afternoon. And see if you were sitting there making a coffee going, I fucking hate my life. And then all you can hear is her next day going, hello! Like, oh, it's got a strangler. Yeah, to be fair, like, I don't know, we complain when people are miserable at their work and don't get very good service. I feel like we probably shouldn't complain when somebody actually tries to good service, uh... be positive and deliver you good service. But it just seemed, it just felt a bit, a bit over the top. Yeah, I quite uh-huh. like when folk are miserable. And there you go, look at that. I mean, another change there. You got a bit of, a bit of beginning banter at the end. <laughs> <laughs> We're tying it up. Fucking unreal. Um, Full circle. On that oh. note. It's like a circle. Yeah. <laughs> on that note, thanks as always for listening. We do hope you enjoyed the episode. Rate and review if you've not done that already. Head to our link for all the links that you need. Wow, you've just got <laughs> oh, <it. I> see, <laughs> Somebody's <laughs> chucked the towel in a minute earlier. <laughs> Head to the link and <laughs> the links. <laughs> you'll get you'll get <laughs> Hell. Can you tell that Jess can, can only... You tell, can you be a bit more descriptive about what you're talking about, please? Can you tell Jess has only got an hour and 43 minutes in her? I don't head, like the format head, change either. Head to, the, head to the link and then there's another link and, and you can click that and all. If you, I don't know, if you want. Yeah, exactly that. Goodbye. Right. Goodbye. Bye.